the adverse effect that occurs is a serious adverse effect. And, uh, can, and, and so not only is it, uh, so lots of people get the side effect of a sore arm, some fever and, and, uh, and, and other things that occur with it. This is a serious side effect that could uh, lead to serious health implications and potentially to uh, people passing. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know now. Now that you've allowed a couple of million people in the province to take it, you know, we've been told the first shot's the best shot. That was the talking point. And now those who took the AstraZeneca are being told, well, you know, the threat of blood clots means we've got to put a pause on this thing because one in 60,000 get blood clots. So I really don't know what this means for those of us who got the AZ shot. I mean, other than we wait. Uh, they're waiting for studies out of the United Kingdom um, to see if we can possibly mix up shots, you know, maybe do a little cocktail hour with them. Uh, but the UK also has data that shows the second shots of AstraZeneca are very low. One in a million get blood clots. But um, again, we get told one set of messages and then we hear something else. But what's starting to feel is that it's not led by science and that we're being treated like a bunch of guinea pigs. Dr. Byram Bridal joining me now, Associate Professor of Guelph, where he is a viral immunologist. I'm glad you could come on today because I wasn't expecting this particular announcement. We heard that Alberta was going to be, you know, putting a pause on first shots of AstraZeneca, and then Ontario kind of suddenly followed suit. What do you make of this? Uh, yeah, hi, Alex. Thanks for having me. Um, I, I noted your comment about uh, you and others who have got the AstraZeneca shot feeling like guinea pigs. Uh, if only if only you were being treated like guinea pigs in a research study. Um, the problem with this is it's an uncontrolled experiment where uh, people aren't being monitored properly. Um, I, I'm very frustrated, very, very frustrated with the public health messaging about vaccines that's been coming from Ontario. Uh, it, it's completely inappropriate. Uh, no Canadian, uh, especially nobody in Ontario, should ever have been put into this position, right? And, and there's no, no clear path out. There's no clear solution, just like with the whole pandemic. And this is not fair to put this kind of stress on individuals like yourself and all the others who've received their first shot of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Um, and, and with what you mentioned as well, introducing this segment, uh, indeed, you're right, there is consideration being given to uh, giving people their second shot using one of the other vaccines. Uh, but again, there's no empirical data at all to to, uh, to to drive that decision. So we, we don't know, A, if it's going to be effective. B, we don't know if it's going to even be safe, as safe, more dangerous or anything, because we don't have the data. Again, throughout this pandemic, when it comes to the vaccines in Canada, it's been an embarrassment. We have failed to follow the scientific process. Usually we do the science first mm -hmm. uh, and get the questions answered, and then we do the rollout. Instead, we're ro we've rolled out the vaccine and we are using... Canadians, as you mentioned, like guinea pigs, only not in a controlled experiment, and then seeing what happens and then adjusting course if something happens that we did not expect. And a lot of people who are hearing this, um, who were already maybe hesitant, are not going to go back for a second shot, and they certainly won't want to take a mix of something else. Um, and so as far as I'm concerned, you know, I got the AZ shot. Um, if I'm going to be given a second shot, it might as well be the same thing because I don't want to be, you know, taking something that I don't know the mix of. So, you know, what would your advice be? Uh, yeah, I do have some clear advice on this, Alex. So I agree with you 100%. So first of all, people who took the AstraZeneca vaccine should in no way feel guilty whatsoever. Uh, angry, yes. Angry at the public health officials, for sure. That's absolutely legitimate. But guilty, no. 
everyone who took the AstraZeneca vaccine was strong-armed into that, and they were fed misinformation to get them to take that uh, first dose. I don't know why, because many of us saw the safety issues uh, a long time ago and advised Canada not to approve this vaccine. But uh, the people who received it did nothing wrong. So the way forward, though, is, is this. So first of all, I also want to tell you, this this is not, you know, has not been published, but I have been involved in an international collaboration where we've been looking at adverse events in very great detail with our research. We hope to publish a paper soon. But this is what I have found, is that these potential side effects that are rare are associated, in fact, with all of the vaccines. So from that perspective, I agree with you, Alex. I don't actually think there's a fundamental advantage in terms of safety to go with another manufacturer's vaccine. And in fact, because we don't know the effect of mixing and matching, it could potentially be more dangerous. At least we know what we're dealing with with the AstraZeneca vaccine. And as you mentioned, the chances are even lower of these potentially fatal blood clots with the second dose. And here's the thing. Um, we can effectively treat blood clots and bleeding disorders that are associated with these vaccines so, again, as you mentioned, what people need to do is actually get themselves being treated as though they are the guinea pigs that they are in these experiments. And what I mean by that is get properly monitored. So every individual clearly needs to take control of their own health. And what I highly recommend is that anybody who is going to get the second dose, and I would, I would agree if they started with the AstraZeneca, then they should get the second dose of the AstraZeneca if they don't. They will not be properly protected. And when they go to get the second dose, or if they do get a second uh, dose from another vaccine manufacturer, they should book an appointment with their physician, uh, two appointments actually. They should book one appointment to get a blood sample taken the day before they get their vaccine, and they should pre-book uh, uh, a second appointment to get a blood sample drawn the day after the vaccine. And then what this will do is that will allow their family physician to see what their baseline blood parameters are before the vaccine and acutely after the vaccine. And that second dose will help tell a physician if there is some, an evidence that this vaccine is potentially ca causing clotting and or bleeding disorders in the individual. And catching that early does allow an effective treatment to be implemented. And that would dramatically reduce the already low risk of uh, potential severe adverse events. You know, when, you, when it comes to blood clots, I mean, any woman who goes on birth control, there's always the risk of blood clots. And when you look at the prescriptions out of every 3,000 uh, prescribed uh, birth control, uh, one woman will, will get blood clots, yet we've taken them for decades without a lot of question. One thing, though, I'm curious about with this thing is we have allowed politicians all the way along to play with the dosing in Canada specific, whether it's the four month intervals, you know, without data. Now we're talking about mixing again without data. Why do you think Canadians are so willing to allow, um, you know, experimentation here with this? I mean, we always talk about climate change and you must believe the science. But when it comes to vaccines, we are allowing politicians to play games with them. Yeah, I, I would say, I, so it, it, every individual on their own is, is powerless. And I'll tell you, so as a person, I have deep uh, expertise in this area of, of vaccinology, and I have been trying to relay the, uh, this message to our public health officials, to those, you know, policymakers within the government, and nobody's willing to listen. Um, I don't know exactly what it's going to take, but it's going to take a large number of collective voices, I think, to start making them listen. Yeah, they, they need to start following the science. They need to conduct the proper scientific method when doing this. We need to start insisting that this happens moving forward. 
because it's people's health and safety at, at risk here, right? Um, and so even they're, they're, right now what they're doing is they're going to wait, and they're waiting on to see what the early, again, I have to, we have to emphasize, early trial results are in the UK where they are testing in some clinical studies, the possibility of combining different doses or different uh, vaccines from different manufacturers. But again, it's the early stages. So we'll be back to square one again, where when it comes to safety data, so maybe they'll get just enough, just the bare minimum of data to, 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 to claim that it's efficacious. But then in terms of safety data, we'll have uh, at best only the most acute safety mm -hmm. data on hand. And again, we won't know what the midterm or long-term safety looks like. And that's exactly the problem we found ourselves in now. We're finding these safety issues that are emerging over time. Nonetheless, a lot of people who are hesitant will be all out, out of this. And um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But again, they've just bungled this, causing a lot of uh, needless confusion. Dr. Bridal, always appreciate your insight and, uh, and your thoughts. And we'll have you on again. Okay. Take care, Alex. Dr. Byron Bridal, uh, weighing in on this. He's got a different opinion than uh, others. And so take from it what you will. But you got the AZ? Stick with it, I guess. This is Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.